Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter Spinners webbing through a chokehold. College Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn of what your man is say? We spitting live wireless, leave them shot with the gamma ray. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't nothing close to the candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holton, Philly West. Repping with the legends, classic in the few second politics. Sports segment, live phone, call up a question. It's the NYPA, 95 Connection, real people. Ain't no stripping cute car for the just team on the grind time till the all perfection. Throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception. So touch ground with us. We kill challenges. A murder it for every number on your calendar. From west to the boogie down the greyhound in this. We Google spot anchor podcast pocket this. Welcome to NYP Entertainment Radio live here on Block Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Missed you guys. We're back up to finish off Season 10 this week and next week. Um, it's that time of year. September, fall's coming, football, baseball playoff. And they about to start up in another month. Got a hockey, college. Trying to get back to the normal from last year. But before this show... That means our 11th, our, our 11th season, easy for me to say, is starting up in about uh, two to three weeks as of September 26th. The pilot episode aired September 25th, 2020, and here we are stomping towards our 11th season in two weeks on September 26th, which is a Sunday. Um, with that being said, uh, like I said a couple of weeks ago, for our 11th season, I'm going to do the Spotlight Playlist. It will be on New York, New York. Um, since it will start late September, I'm going to carry that through October and up until uh, November when we have a brand-new playlist of or whatever, with different music or whatever. But for in September through October, and I don't know for this show, to everyone in the, in the birthplace of the show, which is in the Bronx, we're going to celebrate New York, New York. Not just the city, but the state. So it will be a writer, an artist, producer, whoever. It's about that, and it'll be volume one. And I'm going to leave off a couple of people purpose, purposefully, because y'all going to be like, oh, I got this guy. I can't put everybody on there. I can't put can't everyone put on there. Too many. But I'm going to leave certain, right, so I'm going to leave certain people off for reasons. I got, a, I got a method to my madness. But there's enough music from all genres throughout the whole state of New York um, that will be on there. Like I said, they don't got to be a performer. They can be a producer who did a track for someone else. They can be an, uh, a writer for someone else. Oh, that person is not from New York. But no, the person who wrote the song is, or the person who produced it is. So it's a, you got to dig deep. You got to kind of read between the lines. It's like honoring the talent, the spotlight. See, that is they it. don't understand. They don't understand. Now, mm-hmm. You know, it's way too many people that you're not going to get mm-hmm. through all the playlists on on them. But mm-hmm. what they what, what 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 can happen here is that we're going to do another runoff between Philadelphia and New York again. And of course, there's going to be other mm-hmm. states that we're going to cover as well. But yeah, for those mm-hmm. that the, the the music that we didn't cover from the first round, 
there's going to be a mm-hmm. second round to it. Mm-hmm. And then those yep. music yep. will be covered. Even then, it's still not going to cover everything. Yeah, exactly. It's too many. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a two-hour show. Each... <laughs> and we got stuff to get into. So <laughs> we can't do it all <laughs> within two hours. We got we want to talk, too. We got some things to say. We'll have some guests and all, a lot of stuff happening. So we can't do all that in, in a two-hour show. And other states and cities and regions or whatever – it's going to be different volumes and artists, even producers, writers. We can't put the whole catalog in the two-hour show. So everything is going to be of different volumes. It's going to be a volume one or what have you. Now, after this, when we do one again, which I'm not going to tell you guys, we're going to leave it. We're going to put it out there for you guys to vote. So there will be, like hypothetically, let's say um, four different categories. Certain eras in music, certain genres of music, certain whatever, you guys get the vote. Whatever the vote is, we're going to put it on there. Now, if you guys ain't going to vote and you guys are being lazy about it, then we'll, we'll decide ourselves and we'll play whatever the hell we want to play. But we're going to put it in your hands and it's going around. So right now, Spotlight is on New York. New York, New York, coming up in two weeks on our 11th season premiere in YP Entertainment Radio. I'm already got a little... Uh, who's who on the list already, which surprised me, and it's good. it should be a lot of fun. I, I love doing that, putting the music together from these different states and cities. I can't wait to get into D.C., and I can't wait to further get into down south and Midwest and, and, and out west and, and, and a whole nine other countries even. So it should be a lot of fun. Right. Even artists and writers and producers, you dig deep, deep in the catalogs and find things you didn't know that they produced or never aired or whatever the case may be or you haven't heard in a long time. Uh, that's mm-hmm. part of the fun of it, putting it together. So September 26th, 11th season premiere. This week, next week, we'll wrap things up. We'll wrap it up. So next week is our final episode of our 10th season of NYPH Radio. Now, you know with our – Season premieres, a little surprises here and there, and of course we do a little reminiscing and, and kind of gloat and put the spotlight on us and tell you a little story of the origins of the show, how far it came, and so forth. So you know, you guys, you know, should look forward to that because I do also. So the zone that should be a whole lot of fun. But we're here. We miss you guys. We're gonna get started. A lot of stuff to get into. A lot of things that we missed. A lot of things we're gonna try to cover. Uh, between the last uh, end of August up until now. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get started. And what I'm going to get started with, though, what do you think mm-hmm. of a possible comedy version of Versus? Uh, you know what? I think that's a good idea to add on to that. You know, um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard um, – uh, one of the Wayne's brother was a Damon Wayne's calling out um, Dave Chappelle Stop for right versus battle. Stop right there. Which Stop right a... there. We're going to get to Go that. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So, right. Actor Comedian Damon Wayne's recently did an interview. He asked, mm-hmm. and was asked, had he checked out any of the versus battles? He said he didn't. Mm-hmm. He said he never sat down to watch any of them. However, during the interview, Damon asked if there were any versus with comedians. Then he basically called out Dave Chappelle. When asked who he would battle, he said, oh, this, oh, this just got interesting, Damon said. Chappelle, I'm calling him out. This should, this should happen. What do you think? Not a good idea. Um, Not a good idea I for think, him. <laughs> no, no, no. No, the, the versus battle, I'd say, you know, the versus battle, like Swiss Beats, Timberland, that's, ex- that's extending the brand. Not good for right. him to call out Chappelle. You're right. 
he would match up well because uh, nope. as far as I know, like I said, Damon hasn't been, as far as I know or we know, I don't think Damon's been doing any stand-up anywhere. Dave is red hot, white heat. He's on top of the mountain right now. He's everywhere doing stand-up, and he's sharp. I, I don't know. Don't call don't, – don't, uh, you know what? Listen, I give him credit. I tip my hat because he got this. Moxie to call out, to call out the, one of the great ones right now. But I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm going to say this right now, and I'm sorry, um, Damon Wayne, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but – you will get destroyed by Dave Chappelle. He's a genius at this. You know, Damon Wayne had a couple of stand-ups out there and all that stuff. He had a couple of lines that were funny, but I just didn't think overall he was a funny stand-up comedian. He's a funny um, on television, um, you know, uh, comic, um, you know, actor. But as far as, far as uh, this is my opinion, as a stand-up, I don't see him to be that funny. Dave Chappelle, on the other hand, he's funny as a stand-up. Mm-hmm. There's I, no way that was, Damon Wayne can compete with him. I would, um, I, I, you're right now, I would think in his prime, because I, I remember Damon when I was young, before he got on the Living Color, and he was doing stand-up, on Robert Townsend's Partners in Crimes and, 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 and all the good comedy shows they used to catch on HBO growing up, Damon was, Damon was with it. He was sharp. He was like that young gun. Like he was, to me at that time, was extremely funny. Now, I don't know now because I haven't seen him as a stand-up act. I don't know what that would be. Um, but he feels though he has that he has that confidence to take on the best. And I don't know. Like you said, Dave is hands down funny. I haven't seen Damon do stand up in years, um, but I do remember stand up days. And he was he was out there with Townsend, his brother. He was underneath Murphy. He was right there leading the pack, with, leading the way for Martin and and Chrissy, like in between person, and which led him to um, Eleven Color. But he when he, he at the, in his day when he was doing stand up a lot. He was he one one of the great ones. He was one of the guys that had you belly laughing. He was funny. I don't know now. I haven't seen the stand up act. I I mean he, you might have to work your way up. It's like again, it's like Mike Tyson punch out. You got to work your way up before you get to the top. You got to go through different comedians before you even hit the top of getting to Dave Chappelle. But I I give him credit. He went straight to the top and went for Chappelle. So I don't I don't know. I think it'll be a slaughter like you. I think Chappelle. Would be, you know, comedy-wise, he'll get them with the jokes and whatever. And it's not a dissing thing. It's just who will make the room laugh harder. It's a, a competition. It's a competition. It's who who's funnier that night, and this is what you do. And they're going to steal my idea, obviously. You don't have them on the stage <laughs> at the same time. You have everyone You have everyone do like a 15-minute set apiece. And they give you a half hour, right? 15-minute set. That's mm-hmm. enough time to get your shit in. Now, this is online streaming through verses. Once that person leaves, then you get people to vote from home. And if you want to involve the crowd there, you can too. They can text it in or whatever and just do like a voting thing that way. And just leave it at that. You shake hands at the end and boom, that's done with that versus. That's how it should be done for the comedy one if they do it. And if you still my fucking idea, I'm coming for you, heard it here on this show. I just laid out the full plan, <laughs> the blueprint on how you should do it. And then this be the sibling do the exact same thing. You know I'm coming for them in a court of law with this recording of the show 
saying I came up with the idea how to lay out the whole blueprint. <laughs> we're getting cash. We're getting paid. We're going to be getting paid. We're going to be getting paid. I'm splitting it with you. We're getting paid because you're here. You have to feed the idea. We're getting paid. So that's how they should do it. Now, there's a real versus that's about to happen between Fat Joe and Ja Rule. So with, they've I fallen backwards this. again. They've fallen backwards so, again. No, just, they it, just it, came up with a so really it, great versus. So, <laughs> so hip-hop icons Ja Rule and Fat Joe are set to face off in an all-new versus battle on September 14th, which is next week, um, I mean, next Tuesday. The friendly competition will take place in person, live in New York City. Tickets will begin this Tuesday, September 7th. Now, um, the summer ain't over versus co-writer Swiss Beach wrote on Instagram revealing news and a separation announcement post on Instagram. Del Rue wrote hashtag icon. Meanwhile, Fat Joe captioned his uh, identical post. The price just went up. At Fat Joe at versus at Ja Rule. This marked the first versus battle since last month when the locks and dips had hit the stage to deliver some fan favorite hit songs. Uh, over the course of the decades long career, Ja Rule has released eight number one Billboard Hot 100 singles, including Always On Time featuring Ashanti, which peaked at number one in February 02 and charted it for 27 weeks. The hitmaker has released a total of 17 Hot 100 songs. His debut studio album, Vinny Vetti Vecchi, peaked at number three on the billboards where it charted for 31 weeks. Fat Joe, who began his career in the music as a member of the hip-hop group Digging in the Crates, the Digging in the Crate crew, DITC, released his debut album, Represent, in 1993. His single from the album, Fat Joe, reached number one on a rap, uh, hot rap songs chart. The rule uh, collaborative hit track, New York, featuring Fat Joe and Jadakiss, was top thirty hot uh top thirty hot one hundred and peaked at twenty seven oh four. Hip hop hip hop fans can catch the newly announced versus battle team Fat Joe and Ja Rule, like I said, next Tuesday, nine PM, which will be available to live stream the Latrilla app, Fight T V or versus Instagram account. So, let her rip, Tater Chip. Um they just came off of a really great versus between the locks and Dipset. That was the way that supposed to be done. And they're still talking about that today. Now you're going to take this to Ja Rule and Fat Joe. Now you're going backwards. I don't see that as a great matchup at all. And it's not going to generate the buzz that Lilac and Dipset have generated. I am almost guarantee you that. This is not a great matchup. They're falling backwards again. They could have got a better matchup. When they generated that big buzz between the locks and the dipset, they should have kept that energy going. They should have kept that energy going. Now you've got everybody's attention now. Everybody's waiting for the next uh, versus. Then you come up with Fat Joe and Ja Rule. Now people is falling back and tuning out again. Well, you know, the, what sold the verses between Locks and uh, Dipset? It wasn't verses; it was Locks and Dipset. But Locks and right. Dipset did, which was smart. They hyped it up and made it a competition, dissing each they other, doing shades, and made right. it, made it was supposed to be a versus. 
They, they that's right. what got you hyped. And they had the landscape of Madison Square Garden. So here, right. not at the garden, they're just saying New York. But what the what the two combatants did was start to throw shade and make fun of each other to get the hype going. That's what you do in entertainment. That's what you do. I don't That's think what you do. do that. I haven't heard anything. You get you get it going now. I don't. I hopefully. I hope, but I, I hope it can be competitive. But I don't think so. I think Joe should not go against Ja Rule. Joe should get Joe been around since the nineties. He should have went someone that has that same legacy. He has a deep, 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 deep bag of of music, um, which <clears throat> might be on the playlist. Uh, he has a deep, deep bag of music <laughs> that. He could compete with someone that's been around, like a Buster Rhymes or someone, someone like you know what I mean, something like right. that. You know, uh, Ja Rule. Uh, no, I don't think him and Ja Rule should go at each other. I know he was trying to get. I know Fat, Fat Joe wanted Fifty Cent, but we don't know Fifty Cent don't want to do it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice to see um, Fifty Cent and Ja Rule go at it. That would have been nice. Uh, uh, that that wasn't going to happen. Ja Rule would have took Kelly and Ryan. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> they they no, would kill no. each other on stage. No, stands. not because 50 want to do it. Because Ja Rule took Kelly and Ryan. Like, ah, I'm busy that night. I got something to do. I got a concert. No, you don't. <laughs> I do now. So he goes, he, uh, <laughs> 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 like, he just, I, I got something outside the country. Um, I, I Yeah, we'll see what happens. But, he like he said, destroyed my career already. I don't want him to take it uh, take everything away. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, don't try to take my comeback away. Um, I like I said, we we will see what happens. Uh, but like I said, Lot and Dipset, their build up was just as good as the show because they built it up to be something very very competitive, and that's mm-hmm. and that's what these two need to do. Don't just say. Don't just just like oh we're doing it and then stay quiet and wait till the date night of the show. Start doing some start, start doing shit to each other. Start saying something. Start bragging. There's some competitiveness going there. Friendliness. You not you know what I mean this is a competitive sport so to speak. You're still cool, but you still want to show who's the best when you step on that stage. And that's what it comes down to. And hopefully right. we shall see next week. And yeah, 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 we shall see that. We shall, we shall find out. And I tell you what, not that Sunday on the nineteenth, but the season premiere on the twenty sixth. We'll give you a few. We'll give you our full review on about what we feel about that versus because it happens on the fourteenth, nineteenth no show, but we back up fresh on the twenty sixth to start off our eleventh season. And at that time, we will definitely tell you as on I thought about that versus between Fat Joe and Ja Rule. We think it's not going to be as good as this set and, and Locke. You might be surprised. It's not. But we'll find it's out. It's not. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to let you all know right now, it may offend people, so what? It's not going to be as good as the Locks and Dipset. It's not. <laughs> it's simple as that. They're going to be probably inside of a studio like all the other verses inside the studio, listening to their song, probably dance around a little bit, lip syncing off of the, the, the songs. They're not going to be out there like no, how the no, locks no, and no, no. They're, they're, they're going to be in front of a crowd in New York. They're going to be in front of a crowd in New York. Tickets are going to sell mm. on Tuesday. So you better come for the Icon Stadium. Where the Icon Stadium? 
where they're going to be at the ass. Icon Stadium, the Icon Stadium on Ward's Island. <laughs> where they're going to be at Roseland <laughs> in the club. <laughs> might be. It might, it might be Schmitty's local Irish pub on on Fifth and Tenth. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be at. Uh, they're gonna be. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have a little not... stage set up at at Orchard Beach, I'm and not... they're gonna be standing out and there by is... Orchard Beach. So... <laughs> and this is more so. This is more so towards Ja Rule than Fat Joe, because I think yeah. Fat Joe should be on a bigger stage with a better, uh, you know, competitor sort of thing. You. you know what I mean? He should keep Thank you. Like bigger. So I'm blowing. We're blowing more shade to Ja Rule. So Fat Joe needs something better than Ja Rule. Feed him something better. No pun intended. You know what I mean? Give him someone better. Um, someone. So I agree. I agree. We'll give you our point of view in uh, season eleven premiere. Uh, all right, we'll take a break and play some music. We come back. We got some more stuff to get into. Uh, again, miss you guys. We're back in YP Entertainment Radio, and uh, we'll be back again. Just a little bit of a music break. See ya.
Downloading and listening to it on whatever platform and whatever time you're listening it to. Um, but Zoe, let's keep it going. What you got? What, what you want to get into? Well, your boy, little Uzi Bird. You remember the guy with the diamond on his forehead? The twenty-four million dollar mm-hmm. diamond on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Well, the twenty-six-year-old rapper allegedly revealed um, his pricey bling was ripped out of his forehead when he decided to dive into a crowd at Rolling Loud in July. He called it. Uh, <laughs> end quote is that I had a show at Rolling Loud, and I jumped into the crowd, and they kind of ripped it out 
he told TMZ at the 18th anniversary of Jay-Z and 4040 Club last month. I'm feeling good, he said. I still have the diamond, so I feel good. He's lucky he got it back. However, fans mm. have been speculating since June that he had the gem removed as he was spotted without it at, um, at the time. Little Uzi, whose real name is Samir by Seal Woods, um, first started tweeting about the diamonds back in January, which we spoke about it here on the show, revealing he spent years saving so he could buy it uh, from his favorite jewelry designer, Elliot Elanti. Um, this one stone cost so much I've been paying for since 2017, which we explained here. But it goes on and on and on of things that we already talked about on the show. Um, but here's the the, the the unintelligence of a person that you're going to spend that much money on something to put on your forehead. What did you think when you jump in the, uh, a crowd of people and you got a $24 million, as you say, on your forehead? What do you expect for that? What, what was going to happen? That they was just going to let mm-hmm. you, they was going to give you a buy and let you walk on by with them? No. Mm-hmm. There's opportunists out there in that crowd. They're going to try to snatch that mm-hmm. off your head, and they're going to try to get out of there so they can ponder things. Mm-hmm. What did yep. you think? Yep. Jump, jumping in the audience with a $24 million diamond on your forehead. What do you think was going to happen? You're lucky you got it back. He lucky, yeah, he lucky he survived in general. That thing ripped out of his head, out of his forehead. Um, yeah, he'll put it back. We'll put it back there. It'd be stupid. I, I, you know what? I believe you. I honestly believe you that he will put it back on his forehead. You know, some. You know, I, I hope he have the smarts enough to say, you know what? That's a wake up call. Let me put this in a safe box away. He, I don't want to say what do you need with a twenty four million diamond anyway, but <laughs> put it you know, away. You, you know, he's stupid for many reasons for buying twenty four million, spending twenty four million on the stupid diamond, uh, putting it in his head, and he'll put it back there because that's what stupid people do. Stupid people do stupid things over and over again because they're stupid. He's a stupid moron for some reason, thinks it look cool and out of the box or whatever. Next time he won't be so lucky. He might not get that diamond back, or unfortunately he might get hurt or damn more damage that happened to his forehead. Right. Because he thinks it's cool and all that I, stuff. All you're doing is drawing attention and causing chaos where there shouldn't be. I don't care how much um, security you have on your team. You jumping in the audience, you putting them at risk by having them mm-hmm. got to jump in there now to save you. You're putting them at risk. So you can have as many mm-hmm. security teams as you possibly can. Once somebody ripped that off your head, that security team got to figure out who took it off your head now. And now when they figure out who took it off your head, I'm sure that person who took it off your head is there with not just himself, but many other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's there mm-hmm. with his boy. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to sit around and let that security just pound on that person without them not doing anything. It's going to be a riot after mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You're right about that. Mm, mm, mm. Now, moving on. Uh, 
Zoe's favorite R&B singer of all time, Tyree, says he lost roles to Terrence yeah. Howard because Hollywood favors the light-skinned black man with the green eyes. Never one, never, never one to bite his tongue. Never one to bite his tongue. Zoe's favorite singer or shy away from controversy. Tyree's opening up about dealing with colorism in Hollywood, and he's naming names. A case in point, so Terrence Howard. So after Terrence mm-hmm. Howard. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Terrence Howard has no idea how many roles that I was about to book, and they went with him because he's a lighter-skinned black man with the green eyes at the 42-year-old. It's crazy to me. Like I'm number one. I'm the star. I'm the I'm the blue black. You know all the things that I was laughed about in the hood, and then you look then you look at Lapita and Viola Davis's of the world, and there is this kind of this shift that has happened. I think we should all stay humble because it's interesting how white people created this kind of colorism. The mixed race gets to be in the house, and the black blacks get to work in the hot sun and pick cotton. Unquote. Earlier in the interview, right, right. earlier in the interview, the former model revealed how, despite the reality of despite the reality of the industry, he had to recommend Howard for a role in the upcoming action thriller The System, which also stars Jeremy Piven's entourage. And Zoe rapper, uh, little rapper, little Yachty. Not only is Tyrese <laughs> the film's producer, but he, but he, but he will also play a former Marine recruited by authorities to go undercover in a notoriously dangerous prison following a drug bust. Quote: We're able to joke about it now. I, I was the star of the film. They had an idea to go with someone else who I won't mention, and then I suggested Terrence Howard. He revealed, and he and he thanked me for like a week, a week straight. The black rose singer also detailed his experience of, with colorism stemming back to his childhood growing up in Watts, California. Throughout my whole childhood, it was not cool to be dark-skinned in the hood. It was always the light-skinned black people that seemed to have gotten all the attention and all the love and considered pretty or, or attractive or handsome, he recall adding. And since I've been in Hollywood, we dealt with the same thing. Earlier this month, I reshared a selfie video on Instagram from the vacation and Mayacoba, Mexico. Well, I used to be ashamed of my dark skin when I was younger. Now I'm clear. Now I'm clear. This is a king's and queen's skin. Uh, unquote. So, you know, um, I think he has a point with that because um, mm-hmm. uh, there's been people in the past who have complained about that, that they've been mm-hmm. overlooked because of the shade of their skin for a lighter version. I mean, women been going mm-hmm. through that um, majority of their life, especially in music videos and all that stuff where you see a bunch of light-skinned mm-hmm. or white women in there mm-hmm. and you rarely see dark-skinned women in there. Um, that's the same thing that's going on with the, uh, with the males. Um, um, mm-hmm. He just one of the people that spoke out on it. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if that might hurt his career now because he spoke out on it, but... Mm-hmm. He had to speak out on it. You know, this has been going on for years, especially, you know, growing up that I've heard, you know, with my experiences growing up that I heard women say, oh, you know, I want that light-skinned brother over there. They used too dark over there. I've heard this when I was growing up. You know, times mm-hmm. have changed after that now that women want the darker men now, you know, the chocolate mm-hmm. men, as they call them. You know, a lot of them mm-hmm. want that. Um, but in the industry, I've heard that a lot that's been going on. So, yeah, he may have had the roles and was um, passed on because Mm -hmm. of they wanted somebody 
who they feel that, you know, will fit the description of what the women want, which is a lighter version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm glad he actually spoke out on it. I, I agree. You're, you're, you're right. However, devil's advocate time. Uh, uh-huh. It might not always been about that. Maybe he just wasn't right for the role. Maybe he just not that wasn't talented. Maybe he. It's not. I'm sure it wasn't 100 percent all the time because of his skin color. Because they want a lighter black. Maybe you just didn't fit the part. Maybe I don't think he's that much of a good be. actor, quite frankly. To be honest with Could you, be. I think he's up par at know. best. Uh, you know, um, he's a dickhead, of course, number one, because how he treated us. But that's a whole another story for another time. But. I don't think he's that much talent as an actor to begin with. So, uh, you know, it's possible. Like I said, yeah, I do believe in colorism. It does happen all the time. And I grew up with it um, more so than I'm, and I'm light-skinned. So I heard the opposite growing up in, in, in recent years. So it's like some people are like, whatever. Teach is on the microphone. You like what you like. That's what up. But when it comes to right. uh, pro- professional stuff, go with the talent. And I think um, – some of the times that he wasn't picked was because you just didn't fit the part. And he just said, oh, because I'm dark-skinned. Like, nah, man, you just can't act. You, It might not be for yeah. you. It so happened that I mean, Terrence, who's been know, an actor, he, long he, has been an actor longer than you have, probably right. have that more experience who's been around since the 90s. I remember Terrence House since the 90s because he played Jackie Jackson in the, in the family Jackson Value film. And it, 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 it goes to, and starred on those 90 sitcoms and stuff like that. You know, so it might go off experience. I don't, I don't think that also, he's that bad of an actor. Him. I don't think he's that bad of an actor. Yeah, he's not the um, better than Ter- uh, Terrence Howard. I agree, but he's not that bad of an actor. Um, that's my, my, my opinion. You know, I've seen some things, mm-hmm. works that he's done that it was actually okay. Now, the baby boy situation, I mean, that was originally for Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, that was originally right for Tupac. Yeah, I, yeah, huh? I, I, he's subpar. He, he, I could take him or leave him. He's subpar. He's in in between. I I can't stomach him too much. And a lot of that could be for personal stuff. How he dissed us. We were talking him on the show, not this show, our first show. But at the end of the day, he's subpar overall. He has in his range of how he, he's just whatever. As a singer, very talented. He can sing his ass off. I give him that. But as an actor, right. he's he's subpar. So. Um, but like I said, some of that again might go off of they want more experience or whatever. He just oh he having to, he just had to be fucking louder than you, and you might be right. You might be right, and then other times it might be based off of talent or what they feel is fit that particular whatever. But um, I don't know. I like to that's your favorite actor, so I don't diss him too much. Uh, what, <laughs> so what maybe you get hopefully, into? hopefully that doesn't hurt his sure. role. Um, you know, um, um, upcoming films and also because he spoke out. You know how they can try to blackball you, so hopefully it doesn't. Um, I don't um, don't think he'll blackball. Listen, it's it's the same but a new Hollywood. And what I mean by that, it's the same, but we still, we're not like where we get pigeonholed. We can do our own thing. He's number one at the end of the day. It's too much of us that's still out there will keep him employed. And and he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. Like I said, very talented singer. Subpar actor, but he's he's a smart guy. I don't think he's going. I don't think he's going to get blackballed for speaking to what everyone knows because he's not the only one that said it. Even you know, I haven't seen white counterparts mention that. Also, and I've seen females and everyone say the same thing. But I don't think right. he's going to pitch a hook because he didn't like he didn't like go against it. He just told his personal story, so he wasn't condemning us. He was like, I, "This is my experience." 
You can't blackball somebody for talking about their experience in life. That's some crazy shit that he didn't like. Hollywood's bad. He's just like, this is my experience of what of me being a black male. So I don't. That's why I'm like, it wasn't a horrible thing. He's not at odds with Terrence. He just got him a job. So if he blackball, he just got the man a job. <laughs> so he can't be in trouble if he just got this man a job. He was just telling you his experience in the industry, and I don't, I, I don't think it's going. I don't think he's going to get blackballed. I don't. If he was coming at him with a lot of hate fire, and he's burning bridges everywhere, and he's seeing some real thing. yeah, but this is just, he was telling his experience being dark-skinned and whatever, and like I said, it clearly affected him, because he said, pick who you want in this film, and he said, get Terrence, and they listened to him, and he got Terrence a job, so that ain't, that, that's not too bad. There you go. Now, this has been going all over it? social media right now. Now, mm-hmm. I just want your opinion on this, you know, because I'm not going to do so much reading on, on, on this, but I'm going to ask for your opinion right now. You got Jay-Z, mm-hmm. who's a multi, mm-hmm. you know, millionaire. Well, you know, with him and Beyonce, billionaires, they they up there right now. Um, uh, worth well, that much. Now, mm-hmm. now, let's put it this way. Dinner with Jay-Z with the exchange of knowledge of how he, the blueprint of, of, of how he became wealthy. So you can, you know, use them same blueprint that he used to get to where he's at or $500,000 in cash and no dinner with Jay-Z. $500,000 in cash. Why? You know why? Because it might not work for you what he did. It might not. It mm-hmm. might not work for you. It might not work for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It might not work for you. I'm gonna go a little spiritual on you guys on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, even though y'all have the same goal, your road might be different. So he, he'll, you could take his advice, but his blueprint might not be exactly. That's his. It worked out for him because it worked. It, it worked out for him. It may not work right. out, but you can take tidbits, take a little bit here and there, and, and and put it with you. But his role or how he did it might not fit your personality, might not fit your work ethic, might not right. fit your mental or whatever the case may right. be. It, that was just that was made for him. He made that for him. Our blueprints is different. Mm-hmm. Your goal may be the same, but your road may be a little more rockier, more smoother, might be a little more more dips and hills and stuff like that. I would take the cash. I take the cash. What about you? I, I I agree with you. I would take the cash because uh, the, the the what you just said is what I agree mm-hmm. on. I would take the cash. Mm-hmm. I can take the five hundred thousand dollars and go buy a, a book and read up on <laughs> how to become wealthy on it. Right, right. Why do That's I need true. to sit with Jay Z and still be broke? Now I'm it, it, now I got the blueprint from him, but I have no money to start it. Right, right. That's true. That is true. I mean, I That's thought true. about this. I sat here and I thought about this, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm gonna have dinner with Jay Z and learn all his experiences of how he, be, you know, gained wealth. Right. Now, in order to gain wealth, I have to have money to 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 be able to gain wealth, right? Right. Okay. Now, why sit there with him to learn that when I can get that five hundred thousand dollars 
Go mm-hmm. to Barnes and Noble and purchase a <laughs> book. There's many books on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a that's book true. that's like twenty five dollars, <laughs> and mm-hmm. read up on that book. Mm-hmm. And again, just by me reading on that book doesn't mean that you know my experience is going to be the way that you know. But exactly right. I can gain some type of experience from it from reading a book that's 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 going to be worth about twenty five dollars, but I still got five hundred thousand dollars. Right. I, so what I, do I need you know, to, to sit there with him and broke? You ain't got to spend that. Go online. It'll pop up. Just go online. There you go. There you go. go online, I always have to buy it'll a book. It'll pop up on YouTube, a video or something, and sit there and take your Google notes. Wait. Save that 25. Don't even take it out. <laughs> Just go on YouTube, but, and you'll find somebody that gives you a little... Uh, go ahead. This is what a person that said. He said, um, I'll explain since most can't comprehend. He said, dinner with Jay-Z is a better option over 500K because of the knowledge and the expertise he has. He'll give you the blueprint of being wealthy and successful. His knowledge will be worth more long-term than the short-term 500,000. Why can't I turn that 500,000 into millions? Right. That's right. what I want to explain I, I, to this, this guy. Right, exactly. I'm like, no, I, no, I, I'd rather take this ad and, and spend it myself. Because, again, what you read, what you hear, what you see may not be made for you. At the end of the day, it might not be in the plan of whatever you believe in above you. That worked out for him. That was his blueprint. That worked for him. Everyone has a different road. You may have the same goal, but your road may be different for whatever reason. Whatever reason, there's a lot of hiccups and potholes in life that we all have dealt with and will continue to deal with because that is life. So whatever Jay-Z's role was, wasn't, you know, his blueprint, that's his, by the way, that's his opinion. That's his opinion. Right. Not, not guaranteed to give you that, oh, Gershaw, you be, no, uh, this is my blueprint. That's his blueprint. Doesn't guarantee it. Take a little bit from it, yes, but don't follow all it to T because you might be frustrated that it might come out, it might right. not be the way Thank you've you. done it. And like Thank Joe you. said, you. you sat down broke. You sat down broke. You got this wealth of knowledge, but you wake up, you got up, you get it from the table with a full belly and an empty pocket. Empty That's pocket. You Thank you. <laughs> He's not going to put five hundred k to start off with. He's not going to exactly. do that. Exactly. But there's a there's, you, there's a lot of means after this. He's going to bring you to the fold. He's going to bring you to the fold. <laughs> like you know what? Come with me. I'll mentor you. I'm gonna give you that and share. No, he's gonna be like, all right, I got the check. All right, let me know how you go. Bye. He's going to Learjet. You're going back to where you're going. Like, man, I got to pay these bills. I got no cash. I miss my shit right. at whatever. Sit down with Jay-Z. I could have had that $500,000. There you go. <laughs> there's so many memes that's going out right now. There's a lot of funny memes. Mm-hmm. One person says, imagine going to that dinner with Jay-Z just for him to tell you you should have took the money. Oh, shit. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I took the money. Yeah. <laughs> Rule number one. Oh take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Because you know why? You know. You know why? I why? see Jay taking the money because he. I, I really. I see him doing too. He's like, well, take the cash. I could take that, take, you know what I mean? And he pretty much said what we said. And flip it. Figure it out. And flip it. Figure it out yourself and flip it. 
Right. That's it. And flip it. That's it. Because here's the thing. Here's something I don't think he'll go in detail with. He started out selling drugs, okay? Took that money, parlayed that to put into demos, recordings, and so forth. So let's stop there. He's going to start where he already have the money and start the blueprint there. His blueprint go way back when he was selling drugs to get that income. You understand what I'm saying? So uh-huh. that's not the full blueprint. That's not the full blueprint. Remember, Drake Day, he's a drug. He told you. Motherfucker's a former uh, drug, drug dealer. He took that bankroll and started Rockefellers and, and the whole nine. Hello? Right. He told you the story. He didn't start out broke. He, he didn't start out broke. Exactly. He had money in order to invest to make where he's at now. And he, you can't he start out a business with, with no exactly. money. Exactly. He <laughs> so 500000 would be a startup. Right. So his whole blueprint does not start after he made it. If you want to, uh, his blueprint technically on that road to where he's at started on the streets of Brooklyn selling drugs. That's his blueprint. That's his road. So if you want to, I mean, so if you want to get a little deep dive on it, it starts after he made it. And his blueprint goes from there. So you're going to need that $500,000 to do startup, folks. That's what you're going to need. Because his whole blueprint, if you want to go, you know what I mean, you really want to follow it, I advise you not to. It's starting dealing with uh, slinging drugs in the streets of Brooklyn. I don't think you want to go that no. route. <laughs> no, don't want to go, go that route. But again, exactly. like you said, I could save the $25 and not get the book. There's many videos. There's many um, um, articles that I can get right off of Internet. Yep, there you go. And just read it and see videos. You don't like reading? Well, you can't read? Yeah, I'm saying some people don't read. You don't like the video? Let the video talk to you. You never know. Or audio. Shit. There's different ways. So save that money and save and so, get that money and save that shit down. And then so uh, you I, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm not going to do the and dinner with JD uh, for him to show me the blueprint because I might not remember half the stuff he said to me after I leave. And here's the thing. <laughs> next time around. When you have when you have dinner with Jay Z, you don't need no blueprint because you already had your blueprint. You already be sitting on top you of the world. Like, I got my shit. Oh, you created, you created your, your own, own blueprint. You did your own thing. That's how you got to do it. Nothing is easy. No, you know, I mean, everybody again. Everybody's path is different. Everyone has the same goal, but your path may be different for whatever reason. We can't control what happens in life. Things have obstacles happening. There's starts and delays and everything in life, but you keep going, keep doing, keep going, keep going, keep going. That's what you do, and you, and you do mm-hmm. what you can, and you go for mm-hmm. it. Everyone, if everyone can do it, then if it was easy, then everyone would do it. Whatever you're looking into, whether it's entertainment, whether it's business, whether it's medical, whether it's law, whether it's being the shop manager in your local store. And I'm being serious. You strive for that. You work hard for that. It's not. It's not going to come to you easy, and not everyone's blueprint will work. Take a little bit from it, take a little bit from everybody else's uh, advice, and then and then add a lot of you in it, and then you go for it. But like I said, everyone's full blueprint yeah. is not going to work for everybody. You, you know how much right. I've learned just by watching Shark Tank? Just by watching mm. Shark Tank mm-hmm. about business, about business dealings? You know how much I learned just mm-hmm. by watching that? Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot. I mean, yeah, that's not the full blueprint, but I've learned a lot about how to deal in business just by watching that. There you go, for free. There you go, for free. <laughs> uh, 
That's it. Take the, money, take the money, y'all. Yeah, take the money, y'all. Take the money. Take the money and run. You'll see him again for dinner when you make it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right back. Right here. <laughs> That's it. You sit down with him, you ain't got to worry about it. You got, you got a, a, a fat pocket, and you got a bank account full of cash, and you're like, yeah, what? I'm on your level. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when it's all said and done, when you get up from the table, not only we have a full stomach, you still have a full bank account and a full pocket. There you go. Take the Thank money. You. Take the money, money. and we'll be right back right here in YPA Entertainment Radio. Thing. Worry about rough things Cause everything 
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. If you can't, if you can't catch the show live, you want to, you can just subscribe, download, or any of the platforms of Google and Pocket Cast, Overcast, Anchor, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, remember, you catch the show live here every Sunday, 5 to 7 p.m. All right. Since we talk about Jay-Z, got to talk about his boy, Kanye. Yeezy. Donda. Yeezy. Um, Kanye West. Excuse me. Kanye West uh, claims Universal Music Group released uh, Donda without his approval. Um Kanye West isn't seem pleased with the rollout of his latest album, Donda. His hours after Donda arrived on streaming services Sunday morning, which is uh, last Sunday, the 44-year-old rapper and fashion mogul claimed on social media that the oft-delayed album was released without his approval by Universal Music Group, the parent company of Def Jam Records. Um, quote, Universal put my album out without my approval, and they blocked and they blocked Jo two from from beginning from beginning on the oh Jo two from being on the album uh, was wrote in all caps. Billboard has reached out to Jeff Jam for comment, uh, but they didn't say anything. The Donda track Jo two part Jail part two featuring the baby was originally unavailable when the album first appeared on streaming services Sunday morning, but became available later in the afternoon. Uh, and they now deleted an Instagram post from early Sunday. West shared screenshots of text messages saying the track was being held up because of clearance issues with the baby. During Ye's third large-scale listening event for Dunda in Chicago, Soldier Field on August 26th, it was revealed that Jay-Z's verse on Jail had been replaced by a new one from the baby who has been under fire for making homophobic and misogynistic comments at the Rolling Loud Miami in July. Fans were pleased to learn jail uh, Sunday that Jay's verse had been reinstated on the original jail. Donda, which is Kanye's 10th album, was first due out on July 3rd via Good Music and Def Jam following his virtual large-scale listening event inside Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but then the project experienced multiple delays. Named after the rapper's mother who passed away in 07, uh, Donda comes Early come nearly two years after his ninth studio album, Jesus is King, which debuted at number one on Billboard's 200. In addition to Jay-Z and Baby, Donda also fe- uh, features numerous high-profile collaborations, including The Weeknd, Lil Baby, you can't have, have, have The Baby without Lil Baby, um, Travis Scott, Young Thug, Pop Smoke, um, Pusha T, Rocka, and Roddy Rich. And more. Uh, so, did you ever? Did you hear anything from the Dunda album? Had you listened to it? I haven't heard not one song from it yet. <clears throat> you know, so mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as what you were speaking on, I mean, he signed a contract with them, right? So they basically could do that if they wanted to. And, uh, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, correct? I yes, mean, he signed a contract with them, so if they want to put it out much. there, they can put it out there. I mean, it was it was interesting. It's possibly that they probably got fed up and was like, dude, you need to drop this thing. You need to get this out here. We got X, Y, and Z to take care of, and you're delaying right. it more and more. So it, it possibly could be that where they're just like, you're taking it too long. You're taking it too long, and we got to drop it. Um, so I'm not surprised 
that the Universal did that, but I'm sure, like like I said, it's just you're dragging your feet. Who's been out in July? Here we are about to go in September. Um, yeah. You know, we got to – business is business. We got we to gotta put this bad boy out now. You know what right. I mean? Right. We shed um, out the money to you to create this. Therefore, now you, you got to put this album out. Yeah. Put this album out. The expenses. There you go. The expenses. And let's let's just get this thing out here now because you're wasting time. We already missed a couple of deadlines, so it possibly could be that. Um, I heard a little bit of the album's like 27 tracks on the album. Um, I heard a couple of songs. It's okay. It's not bad. Um, it's all right. No, you know, nothing to write home about, in my opinion. It's not god awful. It's not like oh shit, that's the jam. Nah, but it, it's pretty. It's solid from the tracks I've heard. I got. I haven't heard the whole album. I just heard the uh, first couple of tracks because like 27 tracks on there total, um, but I haven't heard the whole thing. But uh, I'm I'm, tr- I'm planning on listening to the whole album, all 27 tracks, and I'll give my full review. But from what I heard, it's not bad. The tracks I heard is different, it's unique, it's a little abstract, um, but it's not horrible. But it's not horrible. It's, it's got some nice some beats and stuff on there. It, it's it's definitely a Kanye album type thing. You know what I mean? It's not horrible, but yeah. it's not all that easy. I, I got to listen to it. I have right. to listen to it. Um, um, I've heard a lot of mixed feelings about it, you know, from people. Um, but then I also heard people, you know, talking about, you know what, it's not the Kanye from, you, you know, like his first two albums with a college dropout and what was the other one? The first? Uh, I think Late um, Registration. Yeah. Um, they were saying it's not that, um, but you got to understand people evolve. You know, he's not going to keep making music like that. You know, that's like saying right. Jay-Z, when he was when he first came out, he was talking about the streets of Brooklyn and all that stuff. Is he going to continue um, singing that after he hasn't been in the streets of Brooklyn for years? No, he's going to yeah, evolve. He's going to talk about something different. It's funny because that's what Biggie said in his last interview on Rap City. He's like, I'm not going to keep rapping about being in the streets and being hungry and being poor because I'm not poor anymore. I'm not struggling anymore. So why would I rap about it? Right. Um, right. So, yeah, you're going to evolve and, and you're going to go and rap about your experiences in life as you do move up in this world and in, in the entertainment field and, and, and music and so forth. Um, like to, to uh, Ice Cube said years ago, you want to hear the old stuff? Go listen to the album because you're not going to hear it from me. <laughs> right. As we was we hear the old stuff. We'll listen to the first album. Cause uh, you ain't gonna hear there it from my go. mama. I'm gonna go with new stuff. So yeah, yeah. And it was funny. Fans are fickle, and fans are all over the place because if said uh, rapper Kanye, whoever, kept putting out the same type of music, y'all would shit on it. Y'all, oh my god, he's doing the same stuff over and over again. So people, it, 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 it's a balance of that. People want the same, right. but they don't want too much of it. You know what I mean? They want a little bit of diversity, they want a little bit of variety, they want a little, a little spice, a little whatever, whatever. So you can't win for losing, and it's just like, you know, it, he, he has to evolve, whether you like it or not. If you like it, cool. If you don't, some people might not like none of his early stuff, but like his recent stuff. So you you, you get a little bit of... You're yeah, absolutely you know right. I mean? You're absolutely correct what on you got? that. People got to understand that. But um, mm-hmm. uh, we spoke about Terrence Howard earlier. Well, um, Rick James' daughter allegedly says she wants Terry Howard to play him in a biopic. Um, the Showtime mm. documentary, um, uh, what is it, Bitchin'? Um, the Sound yeah, and Theory of Rick James <laughs> airs this Friday 
Well, it aired already um, um, this past Friday. The film gives viewers um, an in-depth look of a at the good and bad and ugly of legendary Rick James, and is certainly paving the way for a biopic. Um, Ty James, Rick James' daughter, already has someone in mind to play her legendary father. Um, in an interview on SiriusXM Urban Views, the city, um, the Clay King um, show, Ty revealed uh, will happen. Um, you're going to see it being a movie, unquote. Um, as for um, who could play her dad, Ty has someone in mind. I love Terrence Howard. He looks like my dad's family. Um, he exudes um, that, that, and I I just think that he's great, unquote. However, she also hinted she is open um, to others. Um, now that um, <clears throat> now that's um, um, not to say that's the end of her story. It's going to be an interesting um, guarantee. Of course, um, you know, um, her father passed away back in 2004. But um, Terrence Howard, you know, I could see him playing um, um, Rick James. You know, they would have to do a little work on him, but I could see him playing that. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, because I, I've, I've, uh, I've seen trailers, uh, seen, like, snippets of the documentary and – his like Rick James family like or is is a little bit fair skin like like that, that kind of complexion, um, and I can see right. him taking it to where he needs to go in Rick's dark times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The drugs and the attitude. I see him doing. It. I think that I think that's not it's not a bad choice. I would I would like to know her other backups in mind. I would yeah. love to know yeah. that. But I, I don't think that's I don't think that's a bad choice. I don't think that's a a, um, a bad choice. Hopefully Tyrese don't get mad because Terrence Howard um, is playing <laughs> Rick James. I can play him. I can play him. Yeah, I can play him. Dark skin. No, I can sing. Can. Yeah, sit your ass down. He might get mad now. I went out with Rick James. I'm Rick James, bitch. Um, <laughs> but. I, I, <laughs> You know, like I said, I, I will hope. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I recorded it. I want to look at the uh, documentary, but I've seen like different trailers for it and, and snippets online. Um, I think that, that should be a good idea, and I hope it comes out. And you know, and like I said, I'm, the only thing I'm curious about who who else she has in mind. I just want to see just the different lineups she have, like as a backup. If you don't want to do it, if this one, I'm just kind of curious if it's all right. known people, the fresh faces. Or whatever, but yeah. I agree. I think Terrence. I, I think Terrence Howard can do it. I can see him going that range of showing the dark side that Rick James had with the drug abuse and all the challenges he faced uh, off stage, yeah. so to speak, and so forth. I can see him really doing that. I think it'd be a good rub for him uh, to take it to that next level to play an iconic genius, musical genius. Like Rick James is the fucking man. You know what I mean? Like this you guy, he's he's the guy. Like Jay, uh, y'all wrote your games, and, and not off of the Chappelle thing, but we've been fans prior to that. He's just a musical genius. Like this, the, the instruments he played, the funk rock, all that. That he he ruled the you know the early to mid eighties or, or the whole eighties, quite frankly. And his in his genre of music, he was everywhere. Um, his music has been sampled countlessly over and oh, over. Oh, of course. Again. Um, of course. You know what I mean? Uh, so 
I think that, that that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool, and and I don't want I don't know why I want to say this, but shout out to Charlie Murphy. God bless you, Dave Chappelle, for letting us see it. Because uh, yeah, yeah. It is. For those I, who don't know who Rick James, I know it saddens me a little bit because I would have loved for Charlie to still be around because I know there's like oh, yeah. thousands of more he stories. That yeah. oh my god, I, I you know, and I can imagine even coming from his brother Eddie. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure Eddie got some some stories too. Uh, so uh, but, yeah, shout out to, but, to, to Charlie and, and Dave Chappelle for that. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know any of Rick James' music, please go listen to it. Go on YouTube, find somewhere that you can get a Rick James song and play it. You'll know how genius this guy was. You know, yeah. Rick James. Um, um, where, where, where is Rick James from? This, Do you know? Despite, despite his past, forget about his past, the drugs and all other stuff. Just concentrate on his music. Yeah. What he did. Uh, where, um, where, I have no idea uh, where he's from. You don't know where he's from? Hmm. He's no. from New York. I, I don't know where he's from. Oh, really? He's from New York. Buffalo, New York. Oh wow! I'm, really? I'm dropping hints. I didn't know I'm that. I'm dropping hints that he may make a he may pop up somewhere on a certain spotlight playlist that's coming up. I said <laughs> the whole state of New York. I didn't say New didn't say New York itself. I said the whole state of New York. So yeah, you hmm. didn't say the specific city. You said the state of New York, which is the way it is and, because New York is it's just not New York City. New York is just not exactly. New York City. It's not the five boroughs. New York is a bigger place. Exactly. You're connected. Exactly. You got Buffalo. You got um um Syracuse. You got um Albany. Um, um, on and on and on. Albany. Westchester. Yes. New yes. Rochelle. All that. You know, Long Island. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yo, yeah. James is the man. All right. Speaking of. Charlie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy teams up with Jonah Hill for Netflix comedy directed by Blackish creator Kenya Barris. Uh, so, comedy stars Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill are set to team up for the first time. The veteran actors will appear opposite of uh, opposite one another in the uh, currently untitled Netflix film directed by Blackish creator Kenya Barris. Barris and Murphy, who's sixty, I can't believe Eddie Murphy's sixty, worked together in twenty nineteen. Uh, to make Coming to America, the sequel, which was released earlier this year. Um, Barris and Hill, who's 37, co-wrote the script. The movie is being produced by the former's production company, Calaboo Inc. Society. Uh, Kevin Misher of Misher Films also set to produce. While most, while most plot details are still under wraps, the film will supposedly focus on family dynamics, Minor love and the and the ways differences between people affect relationships. This is the first feature film Barris has directed. His works mostly as a write, uh, he he's worked mostly as a writer since hopping into the film industry in 2016. Before that, the writer worked almost exclusively on television. Um, this won't be Murphy's first Netflix film. The Trading Places star appeared as the as Dolomite in 2019, which is awesome. The biopic told the story of Rudy Ray Moore, an actor who created the character Dolomite for black exploitation films during the 1970s. 
the movie, including the comedy legend's performance, was critically acclaimed and received a number of award nominations at this release. She got an Oscar, but I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, in addition to his work, uh, Dolomite is my name, an upcoming film. Murphy has also, of course, filmed Coming to America, the sequel, um, and the Beverly Hills Cop franchise, and part four is coming out. He's working on the script. Actually, the script is almost done, So, uh, and it's coming on Netflix. Part four? Um, it's cool star. Really? Uh, it's co-star of 21 Jump Street actor is also known for, um, excuse me, uh, for Superbad and a lot of countless other films. Man, I like this team up. I think it's going to be funny. I like Jonah yeah. Hill. Um, uh-huh. And I think, I think it's going to be good. I think I think that's a good pairing right there, Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. I think that's going to be funny. I'm looking forward to that. I will definitely sit down and watch that. Um, can you so will I. Who, who wrote a lot of shows? <laughs> Blackish and everything. I think that's a, that's just a good meshing together, right there. So I think that's kind of cool. And, and Jonah Hill, of course, to sit with Kenya Barra. So I think that's gonna be fun. And Eddie Murphy signed off on it. Uh, and they're doing it smart in a good way. Like sometimes things are now not just going to be in theaters anymore. I think streaming is the best way of doing it. You know what I mean? A lot more people have access to right. it. Um, and you have a lot of success off of that also. And he's been. Eddie Murphy, since coming back, between Amazon Prime with Coming to America and Netflix with Dolomite is my name, it, he's been knocking out the park. So They've been making money off that. of him. And, he, and he's making money off of them, too. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> real good money. Real good money. Um, with Beverly Hills Cop 4. He's, he's so a genius. Me, he's oh, smart. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop 4, which is supposed to be streaming – on Netflix, whenever they get it made, he I think he approved the script. Because a lot of what took so long, he didn't like none of the script. He did love the script wasn't good. It wasn't good. But he wanted to take his time and make sure he, you know, did it right, picked it right, or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, it, it's coming. Um, the plot of that is also under wraps. But, uh, yeah, man, hey, Murphy, man. And I can't wait as everything starts to clear up a little bit more to him um, to follow stand up. up with – yeah, with the stand up thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the stand up. Yeah, he got he he owes us that man. Come on, I'm there. I'm mm-hmm. buying that ticket. Damn, I gotta see that. Kidding me? <laughs> I don't want to watch it like on on streaming. I want to purchase a ticket and see this icon on and stage be there. <laughs> and just be there and just like be able to participate. It's, it's a big thing. You know what I mean? Like I just want to be like, oh fucking Murphy, and just see him do it live and have that experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and I'm down for that, and and you you'll definitely see me there. So, um, I agree. We're gonna do a music break. When we come back, that's some more things to get into before we wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. What's what's the next song? The one about me.
fucked with it for a minute Now you realizing when them nights go long, right? It ain't for me to say when you know that I'm gone, right? You act all wild when I tell you to settle I would work around the clock with your girls on the metal Talk about I heard you friends with your chick on the beach That was out with the tie, but my love you in peace Now you looking at the walls, head and hand, cold jonesing Rigging my house, hanging up and imposing Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, and do that?
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. Before we head out, Zoe, anything else you want to get into? Um, I'm sure you, you know, well, you probably haven't seen that stupid Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight. <clears throat> you know, uh, what about a week <laughs> no. or two back? It was so, so stupid. Uh-huh. So stupid. Uh-huh. Jake Paul, whatever. But, um, you know, obviously Jake Paul won, even though many people say that um, they believe Tyron um, um, beat him. But, you know, he won't give him a rematch, Jake Paul, um, as he said. Um, but Jake Paul um, allegedly says that he retires from boxing with a perfect 4-0 record at age 24 after beating UFC Woodley uh, and banking in $100 million. Um yeah, 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 yeah. He never fought a real boxer, um, so no. that four and zero is nothing. That means nothing. He never fought a real boxer, but he's telling social media followers he's done with the ring um, with his record um, standing at four and zero. Um, um, just hours after beating Willie, took to Twitter and re- he took to Twitter and revealed that he was hanging up his gloves. The YouTuber simply wrote, "Updated status: retired boxer." Paul won his fourth professional fight in the early hours of uh, Monday morning after a split decision that the judges scored 77-75, After a KG um, first three rounds, the fight burst into life in the fourth as Willie finally went on offensive. Um, things settled back down again towards the end of the eighth round, and the judges declared Paul the winner. You know, um, as we say on here all the time, uh, with these YouTubers, you know, <clears throat> so-called wannabe boxers, his brother is horrible because he lost all his fights. But this guy here, mm-hmm. he's beating everybody who is not a true boxer. Right. Prove something to me by getting in the ring with an actual trained boxer. And if you can go right. and beat an actual trained boxer, then maybe I'll open my eyes a little bit on, hmm, maybe you do got some potential. But right now, you have none because you haven't fought anybody. You haven't fought right. anybody. So to right. go and say, you know, I got my $100 million now, now I can hang up the gloves. No, get in there with a, with a real fighter. Get in there with a right. – you can get in there with an old-timer, like a De La Hoya or somebody like that. Get in the ring with one of them. Ooh. Now, I'm glad you said that because it's a segue to what mm-hmm. I'm about to say. Uh-huh. Now, Evander Holyfield is fighting Victor Belfort. Right. Uh, perhaps the sport's most bizarre – and I'm sure you heard of this bizarre event of the year taking another strange turn. Uh, Triller Fight Club is set to present its latest pay-per-view um, next Saturday, the 11th, but not without some wild last seconds changes. The main event was set to see the return of Oscar De La Hoya when he faced off with former UFC champion Victor Belfort. But after the Golden Boy came down with COVID just a week before the fight, alternate plans right. had to be made. Inter, former heavyweight champion Vander Holyfield, the 58-year-old who had hoped mm-hmm. to make a return to the ring earlier this year, will sub in for De La Hoya in the main event to salvage the car. But because the California State Athletic Commission will not sanction Holyfield for action, the entire car is moving from Los Angeles to Hollywood, Florida, at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Holyfield, 44-10-2, 29 KOs, 
has been boxed since 2011 when he defeated Brian Nielsen in Denmark. The former two-division champion has been a, has been in training for a comeback, but, but saw his quote, uh, proposed trailer debut against former Mike Tyson conqueror Kevin McBride in an exhibition while postponed on multiple occasions. Beaufort has only boxed once as a professional scorer, scoring a knockout win in 2006. His MMA career, Beaufort is a former UFC light heavyweight champion, winning the belt from Brandon Couture in 04 with a, doc, with a doctor stoppage win in less than one minute after a few cuts to Couture's eyelid. Beaufort lost the title back to Couture in, in his next fight and went on to lose three more attempts to win the UFC gold, twice at middleweight and once at lightweight. Um, what do you think about the Evander stepping in at the last minute for Oscar? Um, I really don't care too much for that. I mean, Holyfield hmm. needs to really give it up. You know, his speech is, like, really bad right now. Um, you know, it's it's so badly slurred now. It's like, I, I I really, really don't want to see him get really, you know, get hurt in that ring. You know, mm-hmm. so he needs to give it up now. I know that he's present for money. You know, he needs that payday. I know that he needs that. But, you know, he's pushing 60 years old. It's like at, what, at, at some point when you decide, you know what, it's time to hang up the gloves. I don't want mm-hmm. to see this guy go in there. You know, he's, he's um, this, 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 he paved his way there. This dude is definitely in the Hall of Fame. What mm-hmm. else do he needs to prove? I don't want to see him die in the ring. I don't want to see him get mm-hmm. so hurt that, you know, he's in a wheelchair or he's in a comb, uh, uh, you know, a chair for life and, you know, he doesn't know whether he's here or there. I don't want mm-hmm. to see that in um, in him. You know, he mm-hmm. needs to give up and let the younger guys go at it. Give it up, Holyfield. Mm-hmm. It's time to go. Yeah, clearly, you know, um, I blame Mike Tyson for this, but don't tell him that. Uh, clearly, everyone's following in, in the tracks of Tyson. Um, and, and obviously, Holyfield's doing it for cash. And I kind of wanted to see an exhibition with him and Tyson, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but obviously, in this situation, with stepping in, um, you know, a UFC fighter who's not really a legit boxer, um, you know, he, he, he needs to paycheck. We've been saying that for a long time now. He kept boxing because Ben Holyfield went bankrupt a while back and he'd been trying to recruit me, a lot of gigs and expenses and the whole nine. Um, but I, I believe there's other ways he can, besides getting in the ring and putting himself out there, um, that caused more damage. He, his speech is slurred. Um, you could tell when he, when he talks that um, boxing took his toll on him. So um, I hopefully it doesn't end too badly and he be able to walk out of there in one piece, so to speak. And uh, But, yeah, I, I just think that was a bad idea to put him in there. And California was right to shut it down and not for it, not to sanction it for the fight to happen. So there you go. Um, thank, thank you. All right. Yeah, when I look at that time, it's about to roll out of here. Zero to do the shout-outs. Shout-out to all who co- who continue to follow us. For those who love us, thank you. For those who hate us but listen to us, thank you. We appreciate you, too. See the smile on my face. 
<laughs> Shout out to Cal. Shout out to New York. Um, you know, once again, new topics. If you want us to cover it here on NYPA Entertainment Radio, hit us up at our email. NYPA, spell out the word entertainment at gmail.com. Any music that you may think we have missed, we'll put it on, um, you know, round two. Hit us up. Yep. NYPA, entertainment, spell out the word again, entertainment at gmail.com. Can't stress that word enough. Spell out the word entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week is our final episode of season 10. We'll be back up here live at 5 p.m. Shout out to everyone near and far, New York, Philly, Zoe, everyone for supporting and hating at the same time. Zoe did a 40 and slip. He said, hey, you see the smile. See, you might be seeing us more sooner than later. Oops, did I say too much? Maybe I have. We'll leave it right there, folks. <laughs> we're going to get on out of here. Enjoy your week. Be safe. Love you all. We're back. See you next week for Season 10 Finale, NYPA, Entertainment Radio. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. Can I line the journey is dark, but I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evils. 
the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through. Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within. Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen. It's more than words in the story that I relate to you. My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth. As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing, ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring. As the summers get hotter, winters get colder. I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder. You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me. We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead. The scars I bear are reminders of battles that I've won. Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son. Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant, and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit. That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing. Culture my morals of society as he begins teething. But if I have a girl, she'll be my diamond and my pearl. Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world. I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age with knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain. The show is over. 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 The show is over.